Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So some interesting comments from somebody who probably shouldn't be making them. Uh, We'll get to those coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. It's two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. No Brady Quinn. He will be back tomorrow. Uh, You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Monday morning. Welcome in. Uh, It is super wild card weekend. We've also got another game coming up later on tonight between the Rams and the Cardinals, but we're going to take you all the way up here until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. Ain't that right, Sticks? Yeah, sure. Why not? Damn right it is. (laughs) Just want to make sure you got my text. (laughs) You're so stupid. What is wrong with you, man? Listen, there's a show behind the show. You know, there's a, it's just uh, sometimes you got to remind people, you know, a little, uh, some fun stuff and shenanigans during a break. I'm glad I'm looking at you and Lee. (laughs) That is a good point. By the way, that's a preview of our Halloween costume, uh, just so you know, uh, for this this upcoming year. Um, Hey, man. Hey, man. The the internet is undefeated, so there's. There's a there's a, a milk carton out. Uh, the Dallas game missing. <laughs> it's uh, come on, man. There, there, what there are was there was a meme that was sent out. Like I forget, I, I forget who who put it out. I don't, I don't know who the author of it was, but I got to find it because it was after. And we can talk about the uh, the Raiders, uh, you know, uh, Bengals game at some point. Maybe when Roberto comes back, because I think that'll be uh, more important that we can have that discussion when Roberto is back. But um, there was a meme that was sent out after that game, and I think we would all acknowledge, like Derek Carr, you know, played pretty good. This idea that you know he just you know that Derek Carr was struggling and and not playing well or whatever it was. Like, I, I looked at that game and I go, well, you know, Derek Carr played decently well. But I then, thought he played well. Yeah. And then somebody writes out a, uh, sends out a meme that goes like this, Derek Carr Cologne. <laughs> For oh, those wow. nights, for those nights you don't want to score. <laughs> so, oh wow! It's just terrible, man. I mean, that's a guy who went on the road, <laughs> played pretty good football. He played uh, pretty yeah, good. Came up short in the end, but uh, of course, uh, you know they've got to. Uh, so the memes are flying. Uh, the Cowboys memes are flying. Uh, I want to get your uh, your thoughts on this though. Um, so Dak Prescott did not play well. Um, now, the difference between him not playing well and going into this offseason is that he's already gotten paid, so he doesn't have to worry about that conversation. But um, he did not play well yesterday. And um, afterwards, uh, there was uh, fans uh, throwing trash on the field, um, and there was reports that they were throwing trash at the officials as they ran off. But the early indication was that they were throwing trash at Dallas players. And so Dak Prescott was asked about that only to find out later on in this clip that it was the officials that were having trash being thrown at them. Uh, Here was the Cowboys quarterback yesterday. No, I didn't see that. 
It's sad. I mean, you're talking about a team, you're talking about men that come out each and every day of their lives and uh, give everything to this sport, um, give everything to this game of football. Um, nobody wants to succeed more than we want to succeed. I understand fans and, and the word fan for fanatic. I get that. But to know everything that we put into this day in and day out, try our hardest. Um, nobody comes in in the game wanting or expecting expecting to lose. And um, for, for people to react that way when you're supposed to be a supporter, be with us through thick and thin, that, that's tough. I think they're getting at the referees. Yeah. Yeah, they were at the referees. Credit to them then. That's what they were doing it Oh, credit. Credit to them. <laughs> Yeah, so there's the uh, there's the money quote where uh, you know he's okay with them throwing trash at officials, just not the players. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think everybody, if they were being honest, would would say that. Okay, so I mean, but the I idea, hold that against the idea that the officials were responsible for that Cowboys loss yesterday. I mean, give me a break. Well, and, all right, and, let's let's go. Let's take it a little deeper than that before before you finish that thought. If it was perceived some way, somehow, that that trash was being thrown at the referees. Those referees ran off the field. So whoever said to Dak Prescott they were throwing trash and it was coming at players, if there, if there was trash coming down, it was raining down while players were going in, even if they were throwing it at tra- uh, that trash at the referees, think about this. Let's just take two seconds and exercise some common sense here. If those are my players that I cheer for, that I'm a fan of, that I'm here and pay good money and took time out of my day to come watch play, and I'm disappointed that they lost, am I going to throw that that trash knowing that there's a chance that even though I'm throwing it at the referees, that it might hit our players? See, that's where the problem lies, right? It's like, nah, if I'm Dak Prescott, I'm not going to be like, ah, nah, credit to them, like, to be funny. Like, nah, bump that. Why are you throwing – if you're throwing trash to try to hit the referees, why are you throwing trash to try to hit the referees while players are down there that are Dallas Cowboy players? Yeah. And it, that, and, that makes no sense. And uh, Lee DeLapp, just let me know, it did almost hit Demarcus Lawrence. Like, uh, yeah, that object. makes no, that makes yeah. that makes absolutely no sense. What if that man loses his 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 vision? Like, oh, that's that's extreme. Hey, look, when Zeus got hit in the eye with, with that uh, that flag for for Baltimore, and he jacked up the referee, he lost like he kind of lost his vision in his eye. Like his eye was jacked up forever yeah. after that. So just imagine a dumb moment in your your thought process and your logic, a lapse in judgment. You cost this man his ability to make a living because now his sight is altered or something is altered from what happened in that scenario. I think it's Bush League. I think whoever did it, like that is what people some people do. They take this this mess too far. Like when that when we were in Philly the one year that we went to the playoffs. You know, somebody threw beer on Clinton's mom, you know, and 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 Katz was going to war over that. But it's like, is this game really that serious it, where they, you would? They threw beer at Clinton Portis's mom, not at his mom, but on his her. mom. Oh, Jesus. They, no, 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 no. They they put beer on his mom. <laughs> Good God, man. Right. So so at some point, at some point. Fans have to realize if that was your mother, if that were you and somebody did that to you, how would you feel in that moment if somebody did that to you? But people don't exercise that type of common sense. People don't exercise that type of understanding 
It's a game. <laughs> it's a game. All right, you might have bet on that. That's on your own personal volition. You might have had some bragging rights uh, bet of some sort where you got to wear somebody's jersey. That's on your own volition. When it crosses the line of you cheering and rooting or booing your team and it turns into something different where where you are assaulting somebody from the other team, you're assaulting their fans or you're you're doing something that assaults your own team. You've you've crossed the line. You've crossed the line and you've left the barriers of being a fan into being a criminal. And that's that's bogus. That's whack cheese, man. And uh, according to um, uh, the Dallas Morning News, uh, more from uh, Dak Prescott, quote, the fans felt the same way as us. I guess that's why the refs took off and got out of there so fast. I think everybody is upset with the way this thing played out. Yeah, that's not the official, dude. Like uh, that's that's you running a quarterback draw with no timeouts when you need a Hail Mary to the end zone to try and win that game. That's not on the officials. And the idea that it well, it's okay to throw trash at the officials, just not the players. to your point, if, if the fans have that great of aim, they're probably on the field with the players. All right. They're not they're not in the stands watching that game. So if, if he's if he's OK with them throwing trash and we want to try and make the officials a scapegoat, the officials had a bad weekend in the NFL. Everybody acknowledges that. But the idea they always do. Yes. And the idea that the officials are responsible for your team that's loaded with talent up and down the roster that continues to come up short in the postseason when they do make it to the postseason, that's not on the officials. Like, at, at, like you, you can try and point fingers and place blame all you want. It was, it was a ridiculous set of uh, circumstances at the end of that game. Why you were even in that spot to have to do all of that uh, to, to try and get back and win that game it is crazy to think about when you look at the if, – if you just compare rosters, Dallas to San Francisco, it isn't close, and you trailed the entire game. Like, that's that has nothing to do with officials. It's got nothing to do with anybody – like, promote fans throwing trash all you want. That's a whole separate conversation. Don't blame it on, on the refs. They had nothing to do with that crap performance by the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. I'm sorry. Like, that's BS. Makes sense to me, brother. Yeah, it just I, I, I don't understand uh, the logic behind all that. Now, since we're on the topic of, th- of things being thrown on the field. Okay. I don't know if you were watching the Bills game. Yeah, on, uh, buddy. Yeah. I, uh, things so, happen. Listen. You know, when, uh, when you're winning. <laughs> now, that's a good fan. There's Agreed. good fans that throw objects, and then yeah. there's bad fans. Now yeah. that's a good object to throw. Yeah. So the uh, if you uh, did not happen to see this, um, the Bills a couple of years ago, uh, this became a thing where uh, during a game against the Patriots, a sex toy was thrown onto the field. Oh, no. uh, they dubbed it the Bildo. All right. So a Bildo got thrown on the field in Buffalo. What during exactly a, is that? Well, um, it's. Uh, <laughs> Well, there's that, and, and how do they sneak it into the stadium? There's that, too. How did you get that in? <laughs> yeah, by the way. Somebody saw that. They went through that that, that joint. They were like, okay, keep going. <laughs> like, I don't uh, even want to mess around with that. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, you know, so, uh, so they threw that out on the field. And then the following season, somebody did it again. And I thought we were done with it. I thought the, we had seen the last of the uh, Bildo toss at, at, at a Bills game. And then... While uh, uh, Bourne uh, scored for New England on Saturday night, 
he starts pointing down to the ground. I thought they had thrown a flag that he had gotten called for taunting. It that, wasn't a flag, no. but it was taunting. Yeah, and then uh, and then you look down at the <laughs> ground, and then uh, you've got people in and around the Buffalo area that are checking their top drawer to make sure it wasn't theirs. And, uh, and it's laying on the turf. I just want to – I have obviously questions. How do they sneak it in? How does it get past security? But we can't have that conversation because we'll probably lose our jobs. Wow. Whose idea – because I think it's that same end zone. It's got to be somebody who's either got season tickets or sits in that exact same spot I mean, every but time. Imagine, but imagine if you put that in your pants, nobody's going to check your pants for that. <laughs> oh, no? It's in your pants. Oh, no? No, it's I in mean, your pants. Listen, uh, I, I, w- I would assume – that they're checking for any sort of a illegal object uh, when, when rolling up to Jonas, a football game. Jonas, listen to what I just said to you. If you put it in your pants, literally in your pants, how are they going to check you for that? Uh, you wouldn't feel the base of it? Like it's you wouldn't feel in like your the... pants. Are they like if you're walking into a, an arena, a stadium, are you patting people down that way where you you going like frisk them in in between? I mean, no, you're not. And if you walk through a metal detector, they're not you're not walking through. This isn't an airport. Oh, you're yeah. not standing in the joint where it takes a visual photo of you and they look at it like, "Oh, I got to check you there." Like that they're not doing that. Yeah, this isn't uh, you know, this isn't something they pulled off RoboCop. All no, right, so you're, you're good through a metal through, detector. You're going through yeah. a metal detector. That's yeah. that's it. Yeah. So if you put that in your pants, you're good to go. I mean, you know. Don't, don't be a chicken, do it. But I, if you're a dude and you do it, you're good to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, nowadays, uh, you know, that's Yeah, let me keep it simple and plain. <laughs> Anything can happen, and I respect yes. every community out yeah, there. Yeah, right. Don't, don't cancel yeah, me. Yeah, well, it's, right. it's we, not me, on this yes. show, just yeah, so, just so we're clear here. Uh, but, you. you know, there's, uh, you know, I mean, I just, I just wonder – who thought of it the first time? Like, hey, man, what what if we just threw this on the field? Uh, and then how did it become a tradition? And is there discrete packaging? If this gets mailed to somebody, does it does it show up from, you know, uh, Bildo's Emporium or wherever it's from? Or, or is it discrete packaging to where you don't know that that's actually a sex toy that's being mailed to somebody so they can throw it on the field during I a mean, Patriots game? I are you getting it customized where it has bills on there? I don't believe That's I didn't see I a I didn't see a Bills logo. I didn't either, but I'm just saying, does it evolve into that? Where yeah. you actually put Bills on um on the side of it. And then think about it from this perspective. You said what are you thinking like to while you're in there, like I'm gonna throw this on what are you thinking before you get there? <laughs> like what was going through your mind? Right. Like, you know, I'm gonna throw this object in particular on the field. This game. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to get it done. Now, my my question is, I guess because the Bills Mafia runs deep and they're close, you 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 don't snitch. No, but somebody saw that hang go up, and somebody saw that thing, you know, wiggling through the air, yeah, and making it all the way into the end zone. Somebody yeah. saw it. It's like an, an adult paper airplane. And here's here's the other thing too. Um, <laughs> I would think don't float. Yeah, I would I would imagine I would imagine that whoever carried that in probably didn't get thrown through a table because uh, having to land on that would be uh, an awkward conversation with a doctor Ew. afterwards. I'm just saying, like, imagine going to the hospital. So why are you here? Uh, I was the Bills pregame. I oh, went through the table, huh? You look like there's no burns or anything. It's not what we're talking about, Doc. Uh, get out the uh, 
get out the plunger if you can. We got an issue here. So, yeah, there's that. I sprained my ankle. Well, how did you do that? I broke my ankle. Well, how did you do that? I tore my ligament. Well, how did you do that? Well, I stepped on an unidentified object in the end zone, Doc. It's uh, So, so listen, every team's got traditions. Uh, Back in the day, the Florida Panthers threw rats on the ice, and uh, in Bill's games, uh, they throw throw, uh, sex toys, apparently. So, there's that. I mean, you got to entertain yourself sometimes. You know, four quarters can get long. <laughs> that is true, especially in a game like that that was yeah, a Yeah, well, they ran away from um, – By the way, uh, we are brought to you by Discover. Yeah. Uh, if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right, so coming up next, very, very, very strange situation for one team in the NFL yesterday. We will get into all that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, we are going to have another edition of the FSR IR coming up later on this hour uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we're also going to have uh, a conversation about a uh, a very odd odd look for a team yesterday uh, in the NFL. So we'll get to that here momentarily. Can, um, I, can I bring up something odd? Yes. Please do. Um, we had all this conversation about mental health and feeling bad for Antonio Brown and all this other stuff. Did you see the latest? Like they did a he did a, a photo shoot of some sort or whatever with Floyd, Madonna, Julia Fox, and Kanye West. Are you aware of this? I, I, I did not see the photo shoot, uh, but yeah, when, when the uh, mental health stuff started uh, flying around on Antonio Brown, that's when I checked out. I was like, all right, listen. You, you know, if mental health if mental health leads you to a room where you're taking photos with Floyd Mayweather, Madonna, Kanye West, and Julia Fox, am I am I am I horrible for saying? Um, is is your mental health uh, <laughs> is that a liability at this yeah. point i mean uh, maybe maybe your mental health is is kind of like a, an almost like an asset. Yeah, to it's, you. it's one of the perks that come with uh, with the gig. Apparently, I That's mean, I'm, I'm just going to say I met Cindy Larper before, but I ain't going to lie to you. If I could trade out and swap out and say I'd rather meet Madonna, like you know, I'm just oh, saying. that's disrespectful. You'd rather go Cindy Lauper than uh, is it Lauper or how do you Larp, pronounce it? Lauper, Lauper, Lauper. Let's go live. To our, how do we pronounce that? Girls just want to have fun. Singer's name. Insider lead to laugh for the latest Lee. Uh, I believe that's Cindy Lopper. Okay. There you go. Lopper. No R. Lopper. Right. So right. here's the thing. I would rather meet and hang out with Madonna. I I enjoyed meeting her. I enjoyed us talking with her. She was a very sweet lady. It's super super charismatic. Uh, but I would much rather like I would not. I was not starstruck by Cindy Lopper. I was I was star. I would be starstruck if I saw. Madonna. Wow. I had no yeah. idea. Like, I'd be like, oh my God. Like a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was. I, uh, I'd have started singing her songs to her. That was uh, uh, AC Green's entrance music back in the Was day. it really? Yes, no, certainly not, was for a very, very, very. Yeah. Uh, let Tim, him Tim tell Tebow. it, him and Tim yeah. Tebow, for a very long time. Yeah, that's yeah, what they played when uh, Tim Tebow came out of the tunnel in uh, Florida. Yeah, that was they, the and move. He took a knee and it was like, <laughs> like a virgin. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. I do want to bet you this. We were talking about the uh, this is a smooth transition from the yes. object that was thrown on the field. Of yes, Buffalo, there you go. Uh, to the actual Buffalo I mean, Bills. <laughs> I have um, something funny to say. I will say. Uh, well, yeah, because we, we like we'd like to be invited back tomorrow. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Bills Chiefs and we can preview that game uh you know a bunch later on in the week. This is a rematch from last hey, year, man. correct? Well, yeah, and they also played earlier this year, remember, they, and Buffalo yeah. won. And Buffalo's Look, play, yeah. I, I New England was completely outgunned in that game on Saturday night. Um you know, more ways than one. And the Steelers. I, I mean Both teams were outgunned outgunned, outmanned, outmatched. Buffalo Kansas City in my mind This that, is rampage. This is this is rampage. They're going to knock down buildings in yeah, this game. Yeah. This is uh, that's going to be a really really fun. This game to second watch. round, this second round is going to be a doozy. Oh of, yeah, of games, totally agree. Man. Totally yeah, agree. It's going to be um, a yeah, it's going to be uh, going to be a lot of fun as we uh, get ready for that. And we got another. I one was to play horrible in tonight. my calls. I was horrible in my calls. I was trying to give people the benefit of the doubt, like the Eagles and stuff like that. I tried to give teams the benefit of the doubt. I will not do it anymore. Yeah. Moving forward, I am picking the better team. Like, I'm not saying, oh, this is the better team. But if, nope. You know what I realized this week watching the games this weekend is that the better teams are coming out to be the better teams. Yeah. That's that's case closed. Like, it's, it, pretenders, they're coming out to be the best team. Pretenders got exposed this weekend mm-hmm. in the NFL. Uh, it's, that's Every the, last one of them. Yeah, the extra wild card spot. Uh, there, there's a reason why that those teams weren't included in previous years uh, before last season. So that's Ooh, that's the way this goes. Uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington. My armpits Jonas are Knox. really ranked right now. Are they? Why? Yes. Did you shower? I don't. Yes. You know, I've been sweating really badly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sweat, I've been sweating it out real good. And it's just, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just bad. Like, well, I'm sitting here, like, really, really in my feelings right now, man. Let me see. Let me give myself a. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize how bad it was until just now, though. Oh, I'll tell you this. I knew it was bad, like, maybe 20 minutes ago, but it's way worse right now. When I uh, when I do my uh, – because I work out before the show, and then I'll, I'll, do, I'll jog and do cardio. I'll go outside and jog for, like, a mile, a mile and a half or whatever it is. Like, yep. there are times – where I can smell myself, yep. and and I know there's a pack of coyotes nearby that are like and they can smell it, yeah, and, and, and they're and, like, yes, trash. Oh, Where's yeah. that? <laughs> like, Let's find it. Like who tipped over the <laughs> tipped over the trash cans? <laughs> Come on, uh, give me some of that. Uh, all right, 15 minutes from now, we're gonna have another edition of the FSRIR. We're gonna report some uh, some issues uh, from uh, over the weekend, uh, so we'll have that for you here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, so, what was? The actual plan for the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. Like, what, what was the plan? Because whatever that was, that didn't make sense. And Troy Aikman said it best when he pointed out, he said, uh, you know, credit to Tampa Bay, but, you know, if, if they were playing my defense like that and they were playing my receivers the way that Tampa was playing – he goes, Michael Irvin would have had 10 catches for yeah, 100 yards in the first half. I mean, that was – 
that was strange, and it just felt like they played completely into the hands of Tampa Bay, and it was just a dismantling from about you know the second quarter on with no answers and and, and no response from Philly. That was that was odd, an odd I, look. I mean, I think you put it best. I, I and you know what's crazy is then the coach comes out of the game talking about we're going to move forward. We're going to build a smart team. We're All going right. to be smarter. Our processes, everything. Like, dude, at what point during the course of the year did you not have that epiphany? Like, <laughs> are are you not going to ha- – you're going to have that epiphany after you got your ass handed to you in a playoff game? The playoffs? Come on, man. Yeah. And he didn't even believe it. Like, he was saying it. And you can see in the way he was – he couldn't even get the thought out in a way where it was just very candid and clear. Like, what do you mean you're building a smart football team? Like, your game plan was dumb as a bag of bricks. (laughs) I I mean, a bag of bricks could have had a better game plan than that. Let me tell you something. A bag of bricks would have been like, oh, get the ball to Devontae. Get the ball to Devontae. Get the ball to Devontae. You know what you did? Something else, yeah, and, and and then afterwards they were pointing at you know oh, Jalen Hurts had been dealing with this foot issue. It's like man, the the foot issue had nothing to do with the fact that you weren't throwing to your wide receivers. Like that had nothing know, to do with it. You want to know what the foot issue was? You were trying to run against a, a ten man box. <laughs> it just look. You were trying to run against a ten man box, and you were running a a a very very tight a tight formation type of offense during the game it was like you were in a a it was so funny another thing they brought up it was like you get rid of your best tight end to run multiple tight end sets (laughs) like uh but we're going to become a smart football team as we move forward and here's the here's the other thing like this, and the reason why I like Tampa in this game is because they've had the best run defense for three years. Like they they were number one against they the had run. fallen off, but you know yeah. they got everybody. Yes, back. And they, they had gotten. Everybody they were back. they were number one the previous two seasons, and then they finished this season uh, third in the league. But by and large, for the last three seasons, they've been the best rush defense in the NFL. So I would have thought that Philly would try and throw some different things at him. And they just didn't. And and instead they, they put too conservative. Yeah, Thomas. it was it was just it was weird the way the whole thing was set up and played out. And, and look, if you're a Philly fan, you come away from that game going, well, it, it was kind of a you know we we're playing with house money because they do have multiple first round picks because of the trade with Carson Wentz. Uh, but I don't know, man. Like Aikman was pointing it out during the broadcast, just saying. Man, if I'm Philly, this is going to be one of those games where I'm going to be asking a lot of questions. Like, okay, what what do we got here? Because if if we're that far away from being a real threat in the NFC, but you're I, not. You, you're not. Your defense is pretty good. You could add a couple pieces there, but your defense is pretty good for the most part. Um, your offense is not bad. Your offensive line. First off, they should have they should have did a little bit more in terms of trying to get downhill, not stretch out. They needed to get inside of the tackles, inside of the guards, and get what they could get there early on and mix that with – like their play actions were garbage, man. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been on any of those play actions. It's like that. Nobody's biting on the, these RPO fakes that they got going on right now. I'm respecting the fact that you are going to run. That's what I'm respecting. Until you beat me otherwise – 
I am going to play the run. And that's what Todd Bowles came into the game thinking. We are not going to allow them to beat us on the ground. Give him credit. But here's the thing. Every time Philly tried to do something different and push the ball downfield, they had some pretty good things happen. But then they would go away from it. Yeah, There was no consistency to just letting Jalen Hurts. Like everybody's like, oh, Jalen Hurts isn't good enough. Oh, the moment was too big for Jalen Hurts. Uh, then you get a coach coming back and he going to double down. We need to have, build a smarter team. No, you need to be a smarter coach. You need to build a smarter game plan. You need to be smarter in your approach. Don't put that on everybody else. And and also, let's be clear about this as well, too. This isn't the same Tampa team that we saw last year. They've got, like, I think Tampa, and this is a conversation for later in the week. I think they could be in trouble this upcoming week, whoever they play, whether it's Arizona or or whether it's LA. I think they could be in trouble. And if you're one of those teams and you see what Philly's game plan was, aren't you looking at this game and going, all right, well, we're definitely not doing that. Whatever whatever that was that Philly did, we're not doing that. I think so so it's not like point being, it's not like they're this juggernaut that they were last year when they were on a roll. Like there were opportunities in that game it felt like that you could you you know, at least could could make a dent in trying to, you know, put a scare into Tampa and there was just nothing there. Like they just whatever the game plan was, there was nothing there. Strange. It was if strange. I'm looking at Tampa Bay, and I'm one of these teams that are going to play tonight. First off, I'm, uh, we got to win tonight. Yes. But but going into that game, you you got to believe that if you if you first off, this is something that people may not understand, but you should. More often than not, if you do simple things, you can access the center of a field. And the one thing that I will give a ton of credit to Andy Reid and, and his Kansas City Chiefs teams and his, his coaching staff is they know it. Do some misdirections. Force the defense outside. Speed to the outside. Jet sweeps. Screens to the outside. Screens to slow down the pass rush. Draws. Different things like that. And then access the center of the field. That should always be your thought process. Work from the center of the field. Out. If you're going to set up what you're going to do, set set it up to be able to access the center of the field. Most people don't do it, but they should. And and that's the key. When you're when you're trying to you know get get things done with a defense, you want to build up to spreading a defense out. Keep the safety. If you have a single high safety, they're going to be put in duress. If you have a double high safety set, then make sure you keep that safety on his side and don't allow him to play to the other side. You saw that take place in what game? That was Jalen Hurts. He got picked off throwing the ball. Yeah. Right? So I, I just, you know uh, – <laughs> Be smarter as a coach. That's that's the all oh, you want to you want to come to a conclusion. Be smarter as a coach. Yeah, it was a rough one uh, for Philly there. Uh, it's two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up next, the FSR IR. We've got some issues to report. We'll get into all that for you right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at six a.m. Eastern, three a.m. Pacific. Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? 
What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, uh, we could see a potential surprise firing in the NFL. We will get into all of that for you here uh, on FSR. I do want to let you know we are brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. After your sports weekend, happens. So it's time to get the FSR IR report. And this is where we report any issues, injuries, uh, anything uh, that took place over the course of the weekend that we can vent a little bit and just kind of, I think, be more relatable. Everybody looks at LeVar Arrington and goes, well, he's a Hall of Famer. I got nothing in common with him. But you you go through the same uh, aches and pains and frustrations over the course of a long weekend like everybody else. You got anything you want to report there, Sticks? I mean, our house is sick. Cats are under the weather here, man. Like, all the way under the weather. And work that one out the way you want to work it out. (laughs) But they are under the weather here. (laughs) They are under the weather. Uh, well, listen, I mean, uh, you know, a, a lot of a uh, lot of uh, hydration happening, a lot of fluids, a lot of, uh, you know, chicken soup. Like, what are we doing there? What's the well, uh, remedy there? You know, there has been soup. Yeah. But this one is just ride it out until you get through it. Type yeah. type illnesses. Yeah. So well, everybody's you. sitting in their own rooms, um, minding their own business and, you know, kind of walking around like, you know, ships in the night. Yeah. Well, yeah, listen, man. It's, uh, you know, it uh, doesn't last forever. So hopefully uh, you guys are on the mend there. Uh, lead, lead lap, you want anything you want to report this week? Well, I decided to take my girlfriend out skiing for her first time. And she was a champ, actually. She uh, she took to it quite naturally. Now, where did you go? Did you go to Mountain High? or what we, is went, it, uh, we went to Mountain High here in Southern California. Was it man-made snow or was it real snow? Uh, mostly man-made snow. Yeah. Nobody on the mountain. It was great, great uh, conditions, great weather. Um, normally, I'm a snowboarder, but since she was learning how to ski, I decided to pick up the skis for the first time since I was a kid. And by the end of the day, I got a little too cocky. And I, uh, I went up to the Black Diamond, double Black Diamond. Where Ooh, I usually do black the snowboarding. Diamonds. Yeah. Well, um, don't you usually, though, Lee? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I got, yeah. Yikes. So uh, I went down, went up to my favorite trail. He but I uh, love going on down the black diamonds. <laughs> Emily does. Yep. Yeah, he does. The double black diamonds, yes. <laughs> double um, black diamonds. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah took a quite a quite a tumble or two or three or four or five or six however many there was and uh yeah my my butt looks like a cheese grater went to it uh, uh, right now ew. yeah, ew. yeah. <laughs> uh, stick to what you know i guess yeah um here's now is it more difficult to ski or to snowboard oh definitely snowboard is it? Yes. Okay. What do you think, Lee? I used to think the I used to think that, but now I think the opposite. Now I'm like, you know what? Snowboarding is actually easier. You know, you got one plank to worry about, not two. Yeah, I no went. Way. I, I went snowboarding one time. I went to Mountain High, and you're uh, so restricted yeah. in a snowboard. 
Like, yeah, you're, re you're restricted. You're, yeah, but once you get a hang of it, you're just committed to it. I mean. See, but that's the thing. Once you get the hang of it, you're trying to do different things, right? That's why you might think that it's easier to snowboard. <laughs> when you're skiing, You all you got to do is learn plow. Create the V, plow, you're good to go. Or or bend bend your knees, turn your feet, and you're good. Like it, it's. What are you, Sean White? Where's this coming from? The LeVar Arrington all I'm of a sudden? I'm from the mountains, bro. I'm from Pittsburgh. I've, I've gone skiing. I've I gone mean, skiing. I've it, snowboarded and I've it skied. Down. Look at that. Yeah, it's 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 you, you have way more control issues snowboarding than you ever would have with skis. See, this is my problem with skis is that I feel like if you were to take a tumble on skis because you've got this long object at the base of your foot and you're kind of going everywhere, that feels like you're you're just begging to tear an ACL. Look, but look at it. That's very true. But look at it this way: your legs are operating like shocks. Right, like if you go like on that black diamond, as you're going over those those skis, uh, those like dips, you're able to use both legs like shocks. You can't do that with a snowboard. You got to be in unison. Like one bad mistake, you can't like pull one leg up and try to recover with the other leg. It's you're you're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're in wow. trouble. So cool. I, I don't know, but you do have a wider a wider surface to to deal with, but. You're pointing one way. You can't. You can't change that. <laughs> Once you're strapped in, that's that's where you're at. And when was this Lee? Was this Friday or Saturday you went? Friday. Okay. So and clearly, clearly Lee should have had skis on instead of a <laughs> snowboard because he got the, the the cheese grater on his <laughs> yeah. butt. Very good. It was with the skis then. Yeah, yeah. He had, yeah, uh, he right. had skis. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. The old ski de lap. We'll call him uh, ski de lap. Yeah, old ski de lap. Uh, I uh, I have just a one uh, problem I'd like to report. Um, I, I've, I've been known to make uh, some of the best guacamole uh, in the history of planet Earth. Uh, they call it Daddy's Guac because it's so good uh, that you forget Daddy's you forget guac. who your daddy is. And yeah. um, and I added way too much salt. I completely butchered it. Uh, just oh, an awful no. performance by me through and through. But I promise to get better. All right, this is going to, I promise, absolutely. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 